actually no it was Gigi I asked Gigi the other day because she was in town I asked her when are you okay or when do you have to stop wearing short shorts as like a grown adult (laughs) and she was like never "Never." (laughs) yeah I don't know yeah Hey, I'm Brenna. And I'm AC. And welcome to An Obsessive Nature, where we're geeks, but we're also writers now. Let's hope my sister doesn't call me this time. Let's hope she does, honestly. (laughs) But let's hope your computer doesn't freak out. Ooh, guess what? What? I bought myself a desktop computer. Ooh, that's so fun. So adult. It's time. My laptop's seven years old. I can't believe you kept, because I, when I graduated, I basically got a new laptop because I was just so sick of, I can't believe you kept the one from (laughs) freshman year. Dang. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And hopefully it'll make recording better, easier, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, that's my fun life update. What about you, Brenna? Oh, um, I don't know. Um, hmm. (laughs) Wait. I was going to say that we couldn't get, we couldn't get big time rush tickets. That's my update. Oh. (laughs) The way you're being all coy made it sound like you have, like, something big about your book. No, not at all. Um, no. Well, not 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 at all. But I am kind of in, like, the second I got beta readers to read it, and then I did a bunch of revisions, and I got a couple more beta readers, beta readers to read it, which is just randos you meet on the internet. And they <laughs> seem to really like it. The second group really liked it. And I got, like, the sweetest email back from this one person. <gasps> And it made me so happy. And it, it's so like, I want the constructive feedback, but when you get that little bit of like, a stranger likes what I write, you're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> it was so sweet. They said, um, it was such a fun read. You're an excellent storyteller and I love the prose and overall premise. I so hope this book's, book makes it to bookshelves one day and look forward to reading it again then. Aww. <laughs> I know. That's exciting. It made me wow. feel so happy and proud, so. Like, That's oh, like wow. everything you could ever want to hear, I feel like. I know. So, and they also gave me some, like, it's it's nice to, people are like, yeah, I can suspend, dis- I can suspend belief, but except for this. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll go change that. <laughs> <laughs> so much of romance is about, like, suspending dis- disbelief, right? Is that how you say it? Suspending disbelief? Yeah. Suspending belief? Because you get rid of your disbelief. I'm trying to force myself to finish before Pit Mad, which is like the big Twitter uh, pitch yeah. contest, which is in, like, a week and a half maybe oh, and I think I'll be done damn so I mean I like I have to set a deadline or else I'm not gonna like I'm just gonna procrastinate and I think that would be good because you can't pitch like unless your manuscript is like because you have to query right away after that if, if an agent likes your your pitch so I got to got to finish yeah that's exciting uh yeah. looking forward hopefully next month you'll be like I finished in time and I did it and I got yes. these uh wonderful bites on Twitter, so look out. Yes, Twitter is crazy, but it's still where a lot of people find representation. So yeah, it's the writing world. Damn. Yeah, shit. Twitter's. I it, I find it so interesting, especially now working at Twitter, seeing the communities that are on Twitter versus other platforms is just very interesting. Yeah. Like how it's like all like the K-pop stands are like on Twitter, and then all of the writers are on Twitter. It's just like interesting the way different um, communities you know show up there. So. And I feel like there are so many bubbles of Twitter that are like empty. Yeah. Um, I mean, because I'm look- I'm literally looking at, like, people's responses to us all day. And, like, I see, like, Nicki Minaj stands that are, like, their entire account is dedicated to Nicki Minaj. I'm like, I didn't even really know she had, like, a Twitter stand army behind her. Like, <laughs> it's just interesting. Know, right? uh, okay. Well, oh, I guess we haven't talked about what we're going to talk about today. Um, we are going to talk about 
well, I guess we're going to, like, perform a live exercise in... Oh, God. <laughs> so we're going to perform for you. <laughs> in sharing some writing and giving each other feedback and sort of show you how we've responded to, like, a prompt. Yeah. Um, I <laughs> literally texted Brenna that I felt like a fraud calling myself a writer because even though I edit and I write for work, it's all, like, newsy. Yeah. I haven't creatively written that I can recall in, like, a year <laughs> at least, which is horrifying and horrible. But whatever. It's, no, I mean, in that book that I'm still reading, the craft book that's, like, before and after the book deal, I think is what it's called. And mm-hmm. she literally is, like, the talks about when do you call yourself a writer – and obviously people have like totally different um like when you start writing when you get published like all these different things but honestly if you've written in your lifetime (laughs) you're a writer whatever in my book I don't care (laughs) because I'm so bad about writing too that like I only (laughs) I'm the same way so well and honestly I am glad that I took a break because I've learned a lot working as an editor and just like having to write so often that I was able to apply that, I think, to this exercise. Like normally I would have, even though I only got the habit takes longer to form, done. but since you already kind of have it. Well, I had I had developed honestly a habit of stopping and starting and mm-hmm. like not getting more than a paragraph into something before like tearing it apart, and like I would just write in tiny tiny circles, so I Same. never got like more than a couple pages of cohesive if that like max I got a couple pages and I would go back to old stuff and like change it and read it to feel good about myself because it was like completed yeah um so knowing that I can do it like that I'm better now is really cool and like super motivating um no that's awesome yeah yesterday when I was writing I was like I was just I had off yesterday and so I was just like trying to do little sprints of writing and the main Mm -hmm. thing that helped me actually go forward was just skipping terrible parts that I didn't want to write at that time (laughs) and then just going to the next scene and putting that in later but that's super helpful because I'm the same way I will go back over it a million times and just get really discouraged instead of continuing just to write so right I'm like this little part (laughs) sucks and I'm and I suck and and it's been a year, and I suck, and blah, 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 and I suck. That's never helpful for the creative process, no. in case you didn't know. Definitely not at all. <laughs> but yeah, um, there was something else I was going to say, but then I forgot. Who knows? Oh, I um, now I remember. I wrote mine. I put down ideas for it at some other point that I can't remember. I think during a break between work. But I wrote most of mine in the car this weekend, right before I went shopping at Target. I was like, I need to spend 15 minutes writing today, because I like to do 15-minute chunks. Yeah. Um, And I was like, I could do it after I got home from Target, but I'm going to be tired. I'm going to have to push it away, and it's going to feel like a chore. And for some reason, 15 minutes in the car before shopping felt like so fast. Yeah. So maybe I'll write a whole novel from the car one day. Who knows? (laughs) When you're like the target anticipation and then you're just like, shit, I got to write now. (laughs) Yeah. Before I go and spend my life savings. Well, and it's it's good too because you walk around and you get depressed by the fluorescent lights. Mm -hmm. So 
nice to get some creativity out before then. Anyways, I think I about that was interesting. I think about this one time a lot. I had like a really bad panic attack a few years ago, and I just went to Target the next day and bought so much shit. <laughs> I just like always think about that because I'm like, damn, I really shouldn't be like this, but. You should have some a character days, do that. Some days you just need that retail therapy. And it's such a relatable place thing. to do it. <laughs> and I think it tells you so much about a person that they would have a panic attack and then go like spend their life savings at Target. Because <laughs> I have to do the same thing, but like um, buying beads online or uh, vintage flower pots. <laughs> I almost spit out my juice. We both sound like old women. Who else? I feel like only old women drink juice. Anyway. <laughs> I've got pasta with my homegrown basil on it. Ooh. But also, like, old people things is also becoming millennial things, so it's fine. 100%. I, should I say this? <laughs> yeah, I haven't told him about my podcast yet. Okay. Should we get started? Yes. Who's going to go first? You can. I've talked too much. Okay, fine. <laughs> But I'm going to eat while you tell, while you read yours. Okay, but I just said you're going to go first, though. So you're yeah. still going first, but then you're going to eat during mine. Okay, got it. Oh, I also, after we came up with this idea, I wrote a little bit on my phone at the beach. Just right before I, like, went back to the house I was staying at. I like writing on my phone. Yeah, I used to do that, like, when I would babysit or whatever. I'd be like, oh, my God, I just thought of something, and I'd write it down. And now I don't have any of those epiphanies anymore. So maybe I should babysit. Though... So, I did accidentally delete it yesterday, <laughs> and I had a panic attack before I figured out how to restore it, so that happened. Yeah. I'm doing it in my phone notes, not on Google Docs like I should be, but anyways. I made this, um, I also, we can go over this when I'm done, but I made this little, like, sentence description of the goal. Wait, we didn't explain the task the the prompt <laughs> so maybe we should do that um <laughs> what a chaotic so, disaster the and correct me if i'm wrong Brenna, but the sort of prompt we came up with was to write a little introduction of a character because brenna's you know wrapping up her novel and getting ready to query and a quick compelling character introduction is like part of what you have to do in that you have to introduce everything um, but I think the characters are a big part of it, right? Yeah. And I, what I ended up doing was not even about the main character. <laughs> I ended up writing, I like, I ended up writing like a scene, um, because basically this other character who's like, kind of like, kind of the rebound she has after that main, like, I don't know, but he, I was trying to write him way more of an asshole. So I kind of just rewrote the whole like opening scene that we first ma- meet him. And so that mm-hmm. is what I that is what I did. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I'm excited to hear it. Um, mine is for a main character of a story I've had in my head since high school, and have always been like too panicky to really fully start the story, like from the beginning. So just like this is a mini exercise, I don't have to use it. Let me just try. So I wrote down a little summary of the story, and then like sort of a list of things that a reader should sort of get from this scene mm-hmm. about her as a character and just kind of about the thing the things that'll happen eventually in an ideal world and then there are a lot of edits that I wanted to make but I didn't make them so okay so it's purposely bad so I get to just yeah 
just kidding. <laughs> it's purposely bad so that I can be like, I'm not a bad writer. This is just bad. No, I'm, I think it's good. I think there's, um, I know I'm, I, I feel like I shouldn't be allowed to talk all of this talk before reading it, but I'm going to because this is our show <laughs> and I could do whatever I want within reason. Um, yeah, you get this for free. Don't complain. Yeah. Well, I just meant there's no teachers or authority figures around here. Can you tell I have a problem with authority? Anyways, (laughs) aren't I an interesting character? Um, I sort of just let myself write, which is what you're supposed to do as a writer. And what I found is the only way I can write. And so I know there's a lot more places where I want to insert more interesting things about the character. And I've started brainstorming that, but I haven't done it yet. Um, If that makes sense. No, that makes total sense. Okay, cool. Oh, God, I'm so nervous. I'm going to throw up. (laughs) Can you imagine if you just actually threw up on the mic and then that would be beautiful? No, I couldn't. Did I tell you about... No. What did you do now? I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay, I can't talk about this right now. I have to talk about it later. But, okay, fun story. Stick around and listen to Anna Claire's fun story about... Uh, I need to... I, don't I need to make a note so we don't forget. It's horrible. It has to do with me personally, too. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Which is great. Okay. I have a story about Tucker Carlson, then. <laughs> okay. Cool. Great. We'll just it has talk to do with a friend of mine, not me. Well, lucky you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyways. Now to read my story. This can't be worse than the things he spews out on a daily basis, so there we go. Okay. Elsie sat on the front step of her neighbor's house, attempting to sketch their new puppy as it explored the front yard. She could hear a faint sound of a kid's soccer match in the nearby park, an occasional tumble and crash of trash bins that meant the garbage truck was making it its last rounds of the day through their neighborhood. The pup was a veritable fluff ball of a mutt, all scruff, big eyes, and bigger paws. Clumsy, too, as is the case with most puppies. Right on cue, the dog, suddenly excited about something in the garden, attempted a predatory pounce. (laughs) <laughs> what it actually achieved looked more like a nosedive into the hard, wet dirt in front of a towering daisy bush. The flowers danced a bit from the impact as the pup lay beneath beneath, beneath them. <laughs> Elsie smiled fondly. She loved watching creatures explore to see them process new experiences and learn about the world around them. The garbage truck pulled up and stopped to grab Theo's trash. It was the kind with a mechanical trash arm. The pup suddenly hopped up and turned to look at the noise with wide terrified eyes and that's as far as i got um yeah i mean i guess it kind of sounds like the main character is the puppy yeah it's great but so my concept for this i don't know i feel like i should get feedback before i do the concept or just in first impressions i liked it it reminded me but yeah i agree that it's it seems like the main character is the puppy but like it's not Mm -hmm. it's not like that doesn't matter if the story like it, it only matters in this particular context that you you meant to write about the person but yes it exactly <laughs> so um yeah um the concept the reason i started with this little like thing about a puppy <laughs> is because i wanted to i'm really big about story structure if you've listened to any of our other episodes about like writing tips books we've learned from blah 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 i believe that stories exist for a reason and it's to tell you some vital piece of survival information that's like beautifully woven into the tale 
the way like nursery rhymes work but like on a larger scale and that stories that don't do that can be just I don't ever want to write a story that doesn't do that and so that's one of the reasons why I get like so worried when I write is because I need to have everything planned out or so I think which is why I I really enjoyed this small exercise because I was able just to write down the goal of the story which is about people with learning disabilities who are like going through the world basically the story's goal is to show you how the world treats people with learning disabilities and how that makes them sort of afraid to be themselves and to show you a character learn how to be themselves um and i thought i would start with this sort of motif of a puppy of the main character watching something else go through that really fast so she's gonna be like scared and then realize what it is and then become comfortable Mm -hmm. Cool. and then I was also like oh shit like this little thing that I wrote doesn't tell you anything about the character (laughs) so like I said I started brainstorming and like one of the things I thought was um to have the puppy when it jumps land on the flowers and squish them and have them be black-eyed Susans which and then I would input this. Um, Elsie smiled because she always hated black-eyed Susans. Their petals were more beige than purple, and they were so unnecessarily spiky. I feel like that tells you a little bit about her. No, I definitely, yeah. I definitely <laughs> think so. That's so cute. So oh. I really liked that, um, even though I entered reading this out loud with, like, a whole bunch of shame and, like, feeling ready to give all these disclaimers... <laughs> Um, it's what you do as a writer and any you literally everyone does that it's okay yeah I mean and I should know that by now but like I some things I have to learn over and over again and it's like yes putting down this like basic ass framework is gonna pave the way for some very cool things um and I'm actually really excited now but also do you have any other feedback things to add or places where I should add interesting shit anything you hated no, I love puppies, so that was a plus. Um, mm-hmm. If somebody didn't love puppies, I don't know what to tell you. They'd probably hate it. Um, but you wouldn't want them reading your shit anyway. Right? Um, well, I was uh, yeah. thinking sort of of the save the cat thing when I decided to do this. Yeah. Because um, I thought it might also endear her. Yeah, bit. I think you would need more. I like the flower line, but you probably need like another one. Yeah. to you know introduce her because yeah i don't know save the you should just have her save a cat well so my plan go. is to have <laughs> the neighbor come out who owns the dog and like laugh at the dog for being scared um and have that be like something either she says something about or thinks about negatively no yeah uh, i think that's good like that. so it's like a mini save the cat i don't know no, yeah, I think take the side of she takes the side of the puppy. That's always going to be a positive character. <laughs> she is the puppy. She is the puppy. Metaphorically. Yeah. But anyways. I liked it. it yep. I also like her name. Thank you. My mom always said it makes her think of cows. Of cows? Yeah, I think there was a cow named Elsie in some sort of ad campaign for a dairy product a while ago. <laughs> I'm trying to... I just, I just... When you first started reading, I thought you said Elsa, so... But then I was like, oh, you didn't say Elsa. I'm glad. 
watch it. Ugh. Wouldn't that be hilarious if I named a character Elsa? Could you imagine? Yeah, I just like I named my characters in like the my first book. I named the main character Stella because like Star Stella. But there's so many books yeah. now that has that like has that as a um as a first name. And I'm like, yeah. come on, come on. I'm trying to be cute here. What are you doing to me? Yeah, I don't remember where I found it, but it's been in my head since high school. So, anyways, shall I set up my scene? <laughs> yes, I'm excited. All right. So, um, this is, if you don't know the plot of my story, it's a girl that wins a sweepstakes to um, meet her favorite celebrity and spend a week with him. Um, you could probably guess what happens. And then uh, after that trip, this is, after the week is over, they like, they weren't together anymore or they like, that week ended, it was more of just like a summer fling, whatever, you know, it's vacation. Spoilers. Story, whatever. Not really, because at all, like, you know that right in, like, the first, because it's, it's, at least how it's structured now is it's then and now sex check section, so you see yes. her during the trip, and then, like, right after, so it's, it's very, like, you, you know that right away, but I'm not putting that in the query, though, because I'm, I'm trying to be, I'm not putting the, the fact that they, like, don't, they're not together after the thing in the query, but, oh, um, I don't know, I'm still working on it, <laughs> but this is after that. Um, like a few months after and they're um, Auburn who is the main character's best friend and the main character's name is Cassidy and they are both um, on at Hilton Head because <laughs> Lord knows this book takes place in South Carolina and I hate South Carolina so much but <laughs> but I didn't want to just put it in North Carolina so I was like okay I'm gonna put it in South Carolina and you so they went to where Hil- they're filming um, Outer Banks I know. Not I in Hilton haven't. Head, but at Charleston. I haven't watched. I haven't watched Outer Banks. I all I all I know is the scene that my sister showed me, where it's like pretending to be UNC, but it's so obviously not UNC that it's just funny. You know they take a ferry from the Outer Banks to UNC. I'm sorry. What? Yep. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Yep. <laughs> Good. I'm glad there's so many uh, horrible inconsistencies <laughs> with everything North Carolina. Hmm. That makes, Anyways. That, makes me, that makes me very happy. That's actually hilarious. Okay. Right? <laughs> Speaking of UNC, Martin showed me a video this morning from Reddit of a guy screaming about how UNC started COVID. <laughs> I mean, based on those pictures, the university well, posted of first sips. Well, we're certainly perpetuating. Well, not we. I do not associate myself with that university we do in the past Delta two years. C. Delta variant <laughs> UNC. Okay. Very NC. I don't know. Oh my god. It was terrible. Um, and I love that my one professor tweets the complete shit out. Like it's so he like people are so mad. It's only it's just ridiculous. Hey, I feel so bad for those people. Yep. Anyways. Anyways, um, Cassidy and her best friend Auburn are at Hilton Head, and this is how she meets this new male character. And yeah. Um, I tried to make him sort of a bad boy, and this introduction is kind of, I want that to feel that way. (laughs) But it's also just kind of, like, cute. Auburn and I's conversation is interrupted by a group of boys running by. They laugh rather obnoxiously, and before we have a chance to cover our faces, we're pelted with sand. The group, for the most part, doesn't notice the damage they caused. Or maybe they just don't care. However, one turns back with an intrigued look on his tanned face. 
He rushes back apologizing. <laughs> oh, he also has a southern accent. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> I never say that. He's tall, maybe six feet, with arm muscles that don't belong in a teenager. A shoulder tattoo peeks out from under his sleeve. A small lion, maybe? His brown hair is cut into a fade, but it doesn't seem like he does anything to it, and it's still perfect. Basically, he's effortlessly handsome with the way he holds himself, he knows it. He stands with his chest puffed out, hands on his hips and thumbs in the loops, loops of his board shorts. Yeah, that's like the <laughs> very first introduction. It was a fun little scene. I will say it's hard, at least from that much of writing, to get an impression of him as a jerk if he's first thing he says is sorry. That is true. Um, like, right, basically, he's just, um, yeah, I know. I was trying to think about that because I was trying to make him, like, more of a, I think what I'm trying to do instead of make him just a straight out jerk is like make him have kind of like a temper instead. Like, so it just kind of shows in little bits and it's not just, hmm. it's like he has a facade. So I'm trying to figure out the best way to do that later. Um, but like in the beginning, he's just yeah. like very forward and he's just like very like, let's see each other later. Like he's very just hmm. confident and forward and that kind of stuff. So I don't know. Yeah. Cause I'm trying to think, I feel like, I'm trying to think of guys that I know who in that situation would like say something to sort of be like sorry but to also be like a cocky little asshole and there's oh, definitely there's plenty something. Of, yeah it's there's definitely like, something. <laughs> something it's a fun little brain exercise yeah I don't know I... could he say you're welcome you're welcome for kicking sandal over you you're so ugly you need to be covered in sand I mean, the issue is they date. So, like, I can't just be like, he can't be yeah, so terrible yeah. that she doesn't date him. Could he curse? That's kind of rude. Mm. The very Whoops. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> that's good. Whoops is good. I feel like that's something an asshole would say, right? No, that totally like... is. Love that. Like, not, yeah, not, I'm sorry, not, it's just, like, more like it was, you know, just a mistake he made, but he doesn't care about. Yeah. <laughs> He doesn't, like, have the decency or even the awareness to say I'm sorry. But he wants to communicate it wasn't intentional. And it's kind of flirty. That could be flirty, too. Yeah. I mean, I could just make it intentional. He could just kick a whole... He could just kick a bunch of sand right all over them. Yeah, but then it'd be really hard to suspend the disbelief. (laughs) (laughs) You mean people don't just do that? I mean, some people probably do. Hmm. I mean, some people definitely do. I was just making, um, doing some circular humor. I know. It's my favorite kind of humor. Same. <sighs> Same. It's probably why I like but Marvel I movies that. so much. Because they always call back to everything from every other movie. So Right? <laughs> Little inside jokes. Yep. That Anna Claire never gets. Yep. Love it. <sighs> Rude. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of anything else about that besides that I enjoyed it. I mean, it's just like a, phys- I mean, it's literally just a visual description at the beginning. So it's like one. Yeah. But I love that. That was really satisfying process to go through. Cause I do think, um, I don't know. I enjoyed that. I like talking about the first thing someone says and yeah, I think we came. I think it's really, that. yeah. I think that's been my hardest. I mean, most of my critiques from the beta readers are like, I just want to know more about this character. And I have such a problem. I'm such a, I don't know if I'm like an under, I'm such an underwriter that I never, like, I don't do a lot of like descriptions. I need to do more. (laughs) How about let's pick something for him to be on his t-shirt? That's a good idea. 
But he's also like, yeah, because I didn't really say if he was wearing. A sh- I, I didn't know. I didn't. You said his tattoo. lion tattoo. Yeah. Peaked yeah. out. Good. That was the way I said because I was like, I don't want him to be shirtless because that would be yeah. just too much. <laughs> it could just be, yeah, you don't want to be uh, werewolf central over Yeah, here. no, um, it's okay. <laughs> especially considering. Um, inspiration, what? I thought his name was, for a second I was like, oh my god, wait, did I name him Jake? But I did not. <laughs> his name is Luke, which is close. <laughs> I like uh, the name Luke. Jacob Black. Oh, I mean, sorry. <laughs> um... Yeah, so you could just say, like, his, like, Duke t-shirt or something. Something like. (laughs) I just mean, like, it can just be one word. Yeah. It doesn't add too much. It feels natural. For sure. Is he sporty? Yeah. Mm, So it could be a sports team for college. It could Uh, be. Oh, I, I mean, it could just be it just it could just be the Gamecocks because later on he gets accepted to USC and so does Cassidy, but she doesn't want to go, and that's like and the only school he gets accepted to. What better way to communicate that he's kind of an asshole if he's wearing a game? See, this is why the whole thing is set place in South Carolina. Just because I thought of this right now, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I literally there there is a line where I'm like Tar Heel has a better ring to it than Gamecock, but whatever. Good. Because I would assume somebody somebody in South Carolina would apply to UNC. Like, I feel like that's pretty typical. I don't know. Not yeah. that I met any people from South Carolina when I went there. Everyone's from Charlotte, but. My biggest association for the last couple of years with Gamecocks, though, is that uh, they knocked Duke out of the NCAA tournament kind of <laughs> early on. And I remember everybody had on, uh, Char- like, the university attire um, the next day. Oh, I went to tour USC and we actually just drove home because I hated it that much. We like left. I was just like, this is too old and crappy. I mean, UNC is literally older, but (laughs) I was like, no. All right. I'm going to hear your story. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, Basically. Oh, I don't know if I can talk about it. (laughs) Hmm. We can cut around it. <laughs> we might need to. I want to tell you about it. Yeah, no, that mm-hmm. is that is super crazy. You're fine. That's so crazy, though. Wow. The only, the, just the thing I had to say was that um, my friend Brian was telling me that he, um, he like went to photograph something and he wasn't sure what it was, but because we were in mm-hmm. the journal school, we like had to photograph things all the time. And so he, it turned out to be like a Tucker Carlson thing on campus <laughs> and he didn't know Shit. who he was at the time. <laughs> I'm like, oh Lord. Damn. And that's our like... next president. So we got to make sure. <laughs> Brenna, people <laughs> are going to come back to this thing one day and they're going to be like, she predicted the future. It's like the Simpsons. No, everyone, I'm sure a lot of other people have predicted that already, but. God help us if we're the Simpsons. Yeah, I know. Shit. We're going to be on for 20, 20 years. <laughs> well, I just meant the predicting seasons. the future thing. I know. I know. I'll take the um, other thing. I'll take the other thing. Yeah, we can do this podcast for 20 years. And become famous and successful. It's been more than 20 years. It's been like 30 years, right? Uh, anyway. <sighs> probably. But yeah, um... Sorry if I had to cut out that whole story and you guys are just like, what the fuck? Nobody cares. Um, I had a lot of fun doing this. I think we should do it again soon. Um, I agree. Really helpful for me. 
I know. I kind of, I think we had like on our list to do for like forever, just like pick one of the crazy writing prompts on Reddit. But I do like writing stuff that we already like have stuff in our heads about. Yeah. So. And have it be like a exercise too. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, I think if nothing else, it's easier to write short bits and get something out of it. Yeah. Do you know all gay people's pets are either gay or homophobic? It's true. Depending on whether they like their owner or not? Yeah. That's great. I love that. Right? Love that for for cats. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. Great talk. (laughs) Okay. I really enjoyed this. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you liked the episode, feel free to give us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform of choice. You can follow us on Twitter at ObsessNaturally or email us at anobsessivenature at gmail.com. Perfect. also height because I like I see a lot of shorter older women wearing like but when I'm when you're this tall it's kind of hard to my legs are just too long but you're not I mean you could still pass for high school so definitely not yet how about we'll keep in touch that's so nice thank you I'll tell you when um you need to stop (laughs) okay but you never see my legs on camera so how are you (laughs) well we'll start doing leg (laughs) check-ins